Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the App Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana. We've got a lot to talk about today. Before we get into all that, um, we just wanted to say we filmed something very exciting last night, and we will talk about it on next week's episode, um, which I'm excited to talk to, like share with everyone. Um, And Sammy and I, we're not going to talk about the Bravo reunion today, but we are going to talk about it on because you guys are always like, you have a Bravo podcast. Why don't you talk about it there? Well, we took your advice. We listened. And we are now going to talk about all four episodes of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion on Bravo by Betches with Dylan Haper, who um, hosts that podcast. Yeah, we we here for you. And um, (laughs) we're going to go on the Bravo podcast. We're going to spare you the four weeks of the reunion talk. And we'll be there. You're right. We have a Bravo podcast. We're just not the hosts of it. So we pushed our way in to, <laughs> right. to go on to go on the Bravo podcast and we will be talking about it there. Um, I'm also so excited to share our um, share, like the, the behind the scenes details of our filming from last night, because I feel like people could enjoy like hearing what they didn't hearing about what they didn't see on, you know, the actual airing. Yes, but we will. We can't talk about it yet. So we'll talk about it on next week's episode get excited um and then it's like a big week for like nothing really happened i feel like pop culturally that much but it's like a big i feel like it is like the age of tv i was talking to my brother about this the other day actually where it's like people always people used to talk about like movies a lot like much it's much more like movie-based conversation and now like i guess maybe because all the movies are on tv or something like that or probably other things too Everyone just talks about TV. Right. Well, I feel like I kind of feel like there's a general sentiment like movies are too long and people prefer to watch TV shows now. Like I think the half hour or hour long, um, like the way it's segmented, I think people prefer that now because we have so much time like at home that we're like looking at our screens. So I think people want shorter that like, makes sense. They want to consume like their content in shorter beast pieces for a longer amount of time rather than just like a blockbuster movie that's going to be like two hours. And then, right. Or even if yeah. they want to consume it all, then they want to like binge it. They want to like want, you know what I mean? Like they want like, yeah, a lot of little things in a row. Right. Right. I mean, some shows I think are like better watched like one week at a time and some are better watched like all at once. I think a, the better a show is. Um, like I think sort of like the mark of a quality show is that you can watch it one week at a time and you don't need to like just consume it all at once. Right. I totally like, I don't think I like maybe this is because of the like foreign language element, but I don't think I could have watched Squid Game one week at a time. Like I just I, I needed to like could. watch it all at once. I was hesitant to watch, but once I got into it, now I'm like, I'm really excited to watch the next one. And I watched like well, because it's so it's almost like also because certain shows can lend themselves to binge bingeability, but some shows are like so intense that you like need a break. 
Like that was yeah. like, it's very like violent and it's very daunting, but we'll get into squid game later. Yeah. But we're going to talk about squid game. Yeah. And I think speaking of things that people don't really talk about as much, or maybe it's just like our generation. I feel like no one's really talking about like songs that are new out there. And maybe that's because of the pandemic. And like, no, I not- think people, I think we're just not in the music community. You like, think? I, I totally disagree in the music community, like not in the music community. Like there's no like beginning and end of the music community, but I think people who are like really into music or they're into like certain artists, like do care. Like there's like new music Fridays and like, maybe I just don't music comes out. No, I think you're. Well, I think it's like people got really pumped when like Drake's new album comes out. Like there's just like. When, I'm saying I individual when Taylor Swift release when Taylor Swift release like releases a song it is a thing but there's no like because no one's going out or people are going out I think less than they were I think maybe there's no like like what was the song of the summer for 2021 I'm blinded by the, the, the weekend Ooh, I guess or that other song circles like no I don't know if that was 2021 I think that was 2020 Maybe um, there's just less to talk about with the song. Maybe we're just older. <laughs> That's possible. So Adele's album right. is coming out <laughs> highly anticipated. I'll actually be like into that one. I like that. she. I like that. She doesn't release a constant barrage of new music because I feel like it's almost like we were talking about with the bingeability of like the really good shows. I'm kind of yeah. like, I need like, she lets everyone have like a couple years to absorb the music before she's hitting us with new with new music. I feel like Taylor Swift re- releases a little too much music, in my opinion. I think like it's just about the artist. Like not every like some some people are more prolific than others. Like it it's just you know what I mean. I prefer her style. Like if Taylor Swift didn't have so it's not like Taylor Swift is coming out with like crap. I think like I thought like folklore and evermore were her like. I think they might be my favorite of really album. I thought yeah. the opposite. I didn't like either Loved of them at them. all. And I was like a big Taylor Swift person before, but I've, I had like, was not into any of the, you like pop Taylor Swift and like, and like know. sort of, and like pseudo country Taylor Swift. Right. I also. actually, I, so I much prefer like the, the recent, um, the recent Taylor. Interesting. Like, I'm obsessed with folklore and I, and evermore. Like, I think I would rather. Yeah. Like, I'm just like a little bit, yeah, I'm more into that. Also, the reason she's coming out with all these new songs like Out of the Vault is really like kind of like a fuck you to Scooter Braun. That it's well, not really like about like, you know. Well, I think that's a little weird. Like you're an artist. No, I don't think art. so. No, I don't think so at all. Like she's she releasing wants to own her. If you're an she artist, to own her masters because okay, every so, time oh, someone the mas- streams. No, right, every the masters time someone- redoing that. I get that. That's different than the new albums. You're saying the new album she's are releasing a scooter run. No, but no, not like folklore and evermore, but like she's releasing new songs on the new albums on the on the mass oh, recorded masters. She's releasing them. Yeah, I she's not see. she's not coming out with a new album. She's just releasing new songs on those albums because I'm sure she wants people to listen to stream Taylor's version rather than Scooter Braun's version. <laughs> sure. I don't know. If you had only listened to one artist, would it be, let's say you could only, everything you would listen for for the rest of your life plays as either a Taylor Swift song or an Adele song. What are you listening to? I'm listening to Taylor Swift because she has more songs. <laughs> what if it's one song? Reason. What if it's one what song? What song is it? It has to be a Taylor Swift song or, a, or an Adele, an Adele, Adele song? song. I get to pick what song it is. Yes. I think it would probably be a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. What about you? 
And what song would it be? I think it would be, I feel like Adele has some like, here's the thing. Adele has like a deeper, like she has deeper songs that are like, feel, feel more like intense, but like, I don't know if I could listen. I, I love, and I, I think Adele's greatest song is better than Taylor Swift's greatest song. What do you I think, think is Adele's greatest song? And what do you think is Taylor Swift's I don't know, song? but like whatever it is, <laughs> probably you- that. Like, um, well, that's subjective. Hello, hello, great song. Probably one of the best songs. I, I think, think, I think all too well alone is definitely better than any Adele song. Disagree. Whatever. That's it. We're, well, we're what be- Adele song is it better than? What Adele song is better than, than all Hello. too well? Okay. Is that what it's called? I don't think so. <laughs> Hello. Is it- it's called um, Hello. Hold on. Let me just. Uh, it is called Hello. Hello from the. Oh, all right. Yeah. I couldn't listen to that. I um, couldn't listen to either of those songs. Like, I feel like. I could I could probably listen to Taylor Swift song more frequently, but it's not as, I think it's not as good as the greatest Adele song. So you think All Too Well is not as good as Hello? <laughs> no, and I'm a big saying. All Too Well fan. Yeah. So okay. Well, I honestly I think Taylor's like new music is so much deeper than her old music. Like her her old music is all about like how she was like obsessed with books. And now she sings about like all types of different things. And she has like narratives in them and stories. And like, I think she is just like the best songwriter. Like, I just, I'm obsessed. Like the two new albums were like so good. Did she write all her own songs? Yeah. She, I mean, she coke, she collaborates, but she writes all her own music. Well, We'll see if anything on Adele's new album is going to be as good as Taylor Swift's album. I'm sure. No, I'm sure I'm going to love Adele's new album. Like, I, I hate the, I hate they were pitting two beautiful, amazing women against each other. I can Why hit are we two doing males, this? Because I can hit two, I can pit two male artists against each other too. We're just on the topic of Adele. <laughs> right. But like, right, right. I, yeah, I love them both. I think both of them are like, my favorite. I think like, both of them are better than Kanye West, but that's my my totally. musical preference. I think so. I I generally prefer to listen to female artists. I think female vocals are so much prettier to listen to than male vocals. Like what I about would, Bruce Springsteen. I love Bruce Springsteen's songs, but I don't think his vocals are particularly beautiful. <laughs> like I think he, I think he has he's obviously amazing and like so right. talented. And I actually think I was actually we were driving from Boston the other day and we were listening to Bruce Springsteen in the car. And I was thinking like, I actually think Taylor Swift is sort of like a female younger, obviously Bruce Springsteen, especially her newer albums and the way she writes about like almost like folk songs or like songs that are narratives. Like I really think she kind of has like a Bruce Springsteen. She reminds me of him. Honestly, I will say that. I don't and then, really and get he's also pro, he's man. also prolific. Like he comes out with he has so many albums. I don't even really listen to his new albums, but <laughs> it reminds me of the Zoolander conversation where he's like, or that that part in Zoolander where he's like, Sting, Sting, Sting is a person I respect very much. Like his music, I don't really listen to it, but just the fact <laughs> that he's making it, I respect that. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I just prefer older Bruce Springsteen music. Like I don't think that's like much more classic. Know, yeah, it is more classic. Bruce Springsteen yeah. or Billy Joel? Who are you? Ooh, I think I would to. have to mm, see. I just I pitted really two, love two Billy Joel. iconic men against each other. Well, I don't think it's very nice either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm all about um, the competition. You are. Um, mm, 
it would probably have to be Bruce because I found his lyrics to be deeper and more interesting. Like you can like, like there's more to uncover, but I love Billy Joel music. Like I, I think his music, I love so many Billy Joel songs. Same. Billy Joel's got a lot of, he's got a good voice too. I think he has a like, better voice than Bruce. You could argue. I do but feel not, like I, I see what you're saying. Like it's the, about the voice. It's like, it's about like the way they sing the song. Like part of why I think Taylor is so good is because of the way she sings the songs. Like it's not just her voice. It's like the intonations she uses at like different times. I, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have to find out from the audience. If, who 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 they what song they would listen to on repeat if they could only listen to one song for the rest of their lives yeah i would maybe do like yeah what song would you do for the rest of your life hello I right no, i don't know i mean no if just between taylor and and if i had to listen to one adele song that would be it i don't know if that's like the one song i would listen to on repeat i, I don't like, know what drive myself crazy either. it'd be very hard i think Have any to- song no matter how much you love it will suck if you is the only totally. song you can listen to i actually have gotten on my walks i've gotten really into classical music i like, find it very calming maybe not that one but like a, like a lot of the more mellow ones like what are um, the mellow ones um like canon in Taco Bell? Talking, yeah I, the canon d the one like the, the like yeah. wedding professional one um oh, the wedding <laughs> so that's how i was like came across it and like looking for songs yeah. for my wedding but i like i actually find it very soothing and then like Class- i don't even i don't even soothing. know the names because it just plays like on like a playlist of like classical music right. so and the girl well, none the- of them are called like folklore <laughs> it's like <laughs> by bob <laughs> well there's <laughs> well, he had names they had names but either way um i think that yeah classical music is is actually very good there's a reason they played in elevators you know, it's, it's, like, it's very it's soothing. Every, yeah. it, it also is like you don't have to tune in. Like sometimes when I'm listening to music, I can't pay attention to what I'm doing because I'm like paying attention to the music. Or if I pay attention to what I'm doing, I'm not paying attention to the music. So classical right. music, I think, enables you to do all of that. I agree. And there must be something where it like lowers your I feel like it does lower my anxiety because it's just well, like well, I think like musical instruments are lovely to listen to when they are. Yeah. Did you, what did you play in high school? The clarinet. <laughs> me too. You definitely dropped yeah, out a I lot know. earlier than me. I dropped out. Yeah, I dropped out like in fifth grade. Like I did the bass clarinet for like three days, and I was like, "This the is bass too big clarinet. for me to carry." I was wow. like, "This is too okay." I was very intense about getting to to play the bass clarinet. I was like, "I have to be the best clarinet player so I can play the bass." Imagine clarinet. if you still played it. Maybe you and I. Maybe you get you get out the bass clarinet. I'll get out the regular clarinet. You will get out the saxophone. And we'll just start a uh, a classical we'll be a music troupe band, a we Reeds be, band. We can no, all no, three I, of us. The, we can I, we can audition for the New York Philharmonic, or we could try to join <laughs> Bruce Springsteen's band. He has a lot of members. They could drown us out. Are there clarinetists? I don't know, but there's definitely like a lot of instruments in his band. I don't know if I want to be in. A, I want to play classical music. Okay, you, I don't think clarinets were like. like <laughs> <laughs> classical music instruments. They are classical. Yeah, they are. Clarinets. Are I don't music. think I've ever heard a clarinet. You ever in seen a, a like an orchestra? No. You've never seen an orchestra you, ever. Yeah. Like like not just an orchestra. What do you mean? Like I've never just watched an orchestra. Like I've oh, seen I've an been orchestra. To like, they have like things in Central Park with like the 
like the like Philharmonic and stuff. My dad loves that shit. He used to. Yeah, my dad loves that stuff. He's like, oh, oh, my dad's very into. Maybe that's why I got into it. My dad's very into classical music, and he would he plays he plays it at that and Israeli music solely in his car. I remember the Israeli music in his car. how trendy of us on this podcast talking about <laughs> right. that. We, we know what we know what's <laughs> up in the musical world. This is incredibly on brand, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, I'm not ashamed. Imagine, okay, also, imagine I highly recommend it. You're telling yourself that you'd be talking about how much you love classical music. Listen, I'm, I'm at a cool podcast, and I don't care who knows it. Um, and I'm I actually, I highly suggest. People. I suggest to the audience to listen to classical music as you're taking off on a plane and as you're landing. I find it to be like a great way to bookend your flight. Um, that was maybe a weird suggestion. Okay, so no, I think let- I think you know what someone's gonna try it and they will feel less anxious. That's just me helping soothe anxieties all over the world. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Should we bring back the anxiety by talking about Squid Game? We should. Um, so I was like hesitant to start Squid Game. I was so like, because I, I hate eh. violence. The idea of it just didn't seem like that appealing to me. Like, I don't love things with subtitles. I think we're similar in that we can't really pay attention. It's like hard to pay attention. <laughs> But yeah. um, Mike really wanted to watch it. So we tried it and like, I love it. Yeah. Avi watched it before I did. Like he was watching it alone. And then I started it right after he finished and watched it also by myself. Um, I all, I was resistant to it. Not on, not because of the subtitles. Cause like, I know I loved like Parasite and that had subtitles, but um, I was nervous about the, like people said it was very violent and I hate violent stuff. And the other thing I was nervous about was um, that the people said the dubbing was really bad. Did you watch it with like the, the English dubbing? Like, how did you watch it? I watched it just in Korean with the subtitles. Oh, so you did it like the better way. I did it the worst way where I, I did it with the English dub because I hate that. Yeah, it, it's so bad, but that was what it was automatically on, and I just didn't change it. <laughs> um, okay. So, um, what did you think of the show? I loved it. So, I kind of Me feel too. like it's like, it's kind of like Parasite meets MTV's The Challenge meets like The Purge or the something. Hunger Games. Or like The Hunger Games, I guess. Um, I really liked it. Actually, it's interesting. Like, I've only really seen like two Korean, th- it's Parasite and like this, but did you feel like they had mm-hmm. a similar energy? Yeah, I think it's because, and this is based on like reading stuff about 
the show. I think it's because like there's sort of like uh there there are a lot of like common themes in Korean um cinema. Yeah, like yeah. also the guy like Bang Jun Ho who wrote Parasite, he also did this movie Snowpiercer, right. which also has that theme. And I think the idea is just like they're very focused on like the inequality and they're very focused on like you know it's a strong eat the rich culture right are there like super rich people and i'm just like so what is the korean culture it's like a it's like a lot of class divide i I think so yeah like what you're seeing which is like everywhere but i think it's like pronounced there and then they make art based on it um i think i love it like i love that um i wonder what like the reason is that people like grab people in America gravitate to these like um like wealth inequality shows or wealth inequality like do you think they're gravitating towards the wealth inequality part or do you just think it's like a really well-made like no I don't I don't think so because like if you're watching it with subtitles or dubbed it's like not as well made anymore it's like the script isn't as good it's also not as accurate but like the premise of the show is what I think like keeps people in. Like, I think everyone wanted to see like who would win. Right. Or it's very suspenseful. They did. A, I mean, I think yeah. it's well made in that. Like they've, they've made the suspense, like very like. Suspenseful. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. Did you no, understand like immediately that everybody would die except the winner? Um. Like that everyone in the entire show. Did you finish the show? The, I didn't the, finish yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished it. Oh, okay. fuck. You didn't finish it? No, I have like a few episodes. I have a couple episodes left. Like we just said, like they're so violent. I can't watch all of them at the same time, but I'm very, right. like I watch them at night. Um, right. Oh, so, right before bed. All right. Well, now I understand that concept. <laughs> oh, okay. So you didn't immediately understand it. Um, Because to me, I was like, when the first episode, when like a bunch of people like, you, you know, we're spoilers are coming, guys. Right. Spoilers are coming. In the first episode where they just like shot all the people at red light, green light, I was, I didn't realize like that meant that if you play and you don't win, you will automatically die. Oh, that I got. It was I, didn't pretty, get I feel that like it was first. pretty quick to this, what they said as soon as they, but all I those thought like, died. oh, maybe there could be like a winner and then just like survivors. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, I think I understood that. I, that's why it's like, that's why it was so interesting that everyone came back, like let them all go. And then right. they well, all I came think, back. Well, again, I think another one of the like themes in these, like in these movies is like the despair of the working class that like, they would just like rather risk living because like when they went back into their lives, they realized like, Oh shit, I'm still in like a lot of debt. I don't have any way out. Like, why not just play this game? Right. But it would be, it's interesting to see like that the amount of people that would just be like cool to die, like they'd rather be rich or dead. I don't think it's necessarily that they'd rather be like rich. It's that they'd like rather it's like they're, they don't, they see no way out of their situation. So it's like, might as well try, you know? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I would not have gone back. I would have been like, I'm out. I'll just struggle with my debts. <laughs> I don't know. You, I, it's hard to say without being in that position. Well, it's also hard to say, like, do you have a family? Like, what if you have creditors that are going to kill you? Right. You might as well. In that case, like, you're going to die anyway, right. or they're going to, like, right. horribly, like, assault you. <laughs> yeah. Right. You, right. I, I guess. Yeah. That was kind of the idea. But I don't know. It was, 
Ugh, I wish what 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 episode are you on? I'm on the I just they just finished the game with the marbles. Oh, okay. The marble episode was a good episode. What did you think of that one? I love that like he the the old man was like um kind of uh like almost it seemed like he was like faking being um like not knowing what was going on and then he like called the guy out on taking advantage of him. Yeah, I wonder like why he did that. To me, it was I mean yeah, I, I don't the, the characters aren't like that three dimensional. Like you don't get a full background story on all of them. I think that's because of the subtitles. I think that's partially because of the translation. But they also don't they get background on like a few different characters, but not like. But it's like the subtlety of the background and also understanding like what those things mean in that culture. Right. Like there was an example of I watched a TikTok about it, actually, where someone was like saying how like a woman said something Remember the woman in the beginning who was like begging them to play. Mm -hmm. So someone was explaining like her character, how like it was actually like a really it was kind of like a metaphor for like a certain type of person in Korean society. But like we wouldn't understand that. eh? And also we can't like we can't kind of like get it because we're not understanding the language and the nuances of the culture. Right. Like I think if you are Korean, it's probably like. They better. probably do. You probably do understand the characters better. Right. Um, I also liked it in this like this in the show and in Parasite, sort of like everyone's a scumbag. Like it's not just it's not like just the rich people are scumbags. It's like everyone's kind of a scumbag. And like if given like the right opportunity, like anyone will sort of be. Scummy. <laughs> yes, but I think in this show it was more. Like people were scummy to save themselves versus like scummy for like in Paris, they're kind of scummy to, to save themselves in a way, too. No, I'm talking about the poor people are the poor people are scummy to save themselves, and the rich people are scummy for kicks to keep the poor people down, right? But I think the idea is kind of like everyone is I, I to me the idea is like everyone is sort of like internally the same level of scummy and it just presents itself differently in various circumstances for most well, people right well i think it's more like what would you do like what would you do in like it's hard to say oh if sort i were like, like the rich person yeah right right exactly where it's like you can sort of understand why each person is the way they are based on where they're coming from right but you're not going to be like there's no heroes Right. Although, and also like, like one, you who would you rather be? You'd rather be the rich scumbag than the, than the poor scumbag, probably. That's what Erica Easier Jane life. said. That's what Erica Jane said. I've been poor and I've been rich. And let me tell you, being rich is way better. Well, <laughs> she has a point depending on how you get there, I guess. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Of course, of course, it's better to have money in a society that is a capitalist society where you need money to walk out your fucking door. Like no one's going to argue that it's better to not have money than to have money. But it's Some like people might argue I think that their point people who are like, oh, I just want to like go to an island and like live off the land. OK, so let them do that. But like they're not living in the society then. Right. We're talking They're about taking themselves out of the, the game. Society. Yeah. If you're yeah. in the game, of yeah. course, you want to win the game. <laughs> right. Even though, like, it's not like a game. Like, no one's thinking, oh, my life is a game. And like, well, in although that, that does in, sound like a real housewives tagline. <laughs> in Squid Game, it is. A, it is a game. Right. 
Right. I wish you had seen the end because I would well, love we can to talk, talk about, about next week. And we can talk about next week. And also we are doing a sub episode about it today and it's coming out today. So. All right. Well, I will I'll listen hear, after I finish watching and listeners, if you want to hear more analysis, but that includes the end, yeah. <laughs> you listen to the sub today. We're talking I'm, about, it. I'm really excited to watch it first. It's funny how like, not interested. I feel like it's from. It's funny how not into it at all I was, and then same. I was like, like, can I avoid this one? Like, I was, I was thinking, I was like, can I avoid this one? Like, maybe it will pass. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's sort of how TV is now. It's like, it's like if you're not really into the thing everyone's talking about, you just sort of have to like wait for it to pass. Right. That's how I feel about Ted Lasso. Sorry, Sean. Um. <laughs> I also, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I, I tried to watch Ted Lasso like. A while ago, and I couldn't pay attention to it. I couldn't get into it, but maybe if I gave it another chance, I could get into it. It's just like, not my vibe. That's the yeah. thing. I think it's not Sean, like Sean. I think vibe. it's your vibe. I think that's the, it's the difference. Totally, Sean. But people vibe. who people who love Ted Lasso, that's like all they want to talk about is Ted Lasso. And I'm like, I'm waiting for like the Ted Lasso excitement to just like it may never move on. <laughs> it may never it may come back when there's a new season. But I just feel like the premise of the show is not one that's interesting to me. Like watching a coach of us. Yeah, kids, it's the sports I don't give a angle. Fuck. It's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Show me rich people doing bad <laughs> things. That's how I got into Squid Game. I was like, oh, I, there's going to be rich. That should be a Netflix genre. Rich people rich doing people doing bad things. things. Put me in charge of the genre, Netflix. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable and it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their zip footy pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? 
how long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Did you see they did the Gabby Petito autopsy? Yeah, and he killed her clearly, allegedly, clearly. <laughs> right, allegedly, yeah. clearly. I mean, I wonder if they're ever, do you think they'll ever find him? It's been like a while. I feel like he's in Mexico. I think he probably has to be in Mexico. Like, I don't see where, else. or he's literally living off of the land. He's gotten out of the society forever, right? Like, what's the end game? Maybe he shows up as like a very successful drug lord in Mexico in 10 years. Right. I mean, I think the thing, again, we talked about this last time. I think about this case that's just like, you look at his like Instagrams from a while ago. It's like all about how much he like loves her. And like, so like if literally if you came across this thing, you'd be like, that's a guy who loves his fiance a lot. Like, <laughs> well, okay. That was also kind of like Nicole Kidman's character in Big Little Lies. Well, that was like literally the premise of her character. Right. I think that's common. But this thing. is real. Like, like I'm saying, this is actually yeah. like, this well, is it, it, right. I, those are real couples, like, like abusive husbands who can hide it. Yeah. So are, like, also like, I don't think he like planned to strangle her. I think he probably like, it was like definitely like a moment this, of passion kind of thing. I don't know. With strangling. I mean, I do think it's not like you see it on TV. Like it takes a long time to strangle someone. Does it not? I feel like it takes like minutes. Yeah, but it doesn't take like days. Doesn't yeah, take but hours. You, you have I to plan of, it. Yeah, I can see like accidentally stabbing someone or pushing them or like doing, if you're strangling right. someone, if you're, if you're holding someone her. down for like many, many minutes, to me, that's not like an accident. Like you, you would just let go after like a few seconds right, but, if it was an accident. Right. But I don't think like he probably had like severe because they had said that he had hit her in the past. He probably had like severe anger issues. And when people have that, they like black out for minutes in anger. And then like you see movies where like that happens. I guess like, it always in the movies. It's always like, oh, like they hold the pillow over their head for like 20 seconds and then they're dead. But I think in real life, like it actually takes like quite a bit of time to be like strangling someone or like suffocating them for them to fully be dead. Well, I've never tried, so I don't know, <laughs> but I don't know. You've seen things. You read about it. You Google it. We can Google it. Okay. Well, I just Googled it. How long does it take yeah. to strangle someone? Um, I hope no one, <laughs> I hope the cops yeah. never look at this computer, which is a bad yeah. computer. Um, yeah. And it says, <laughs> and it says that journalists would be probably do this. That would be an time. interesting one too. I always think like this would be an interesting one to explain. You could be like, court. just go listen to the October fourteenth episode of Betches and <laughs> you'll see her talking podcast. about Gabby Petito. Yeah, it says it can take less than ten seconds for a person to lose consciousness as a result of strangulation, and death can occur in just under five minutes. Five minutes is a long time, but he doesn't have to strangle her for five minutes. He does like uh, she could have lost consciousness. And then died. Like, I guess I don't know. This is a very violent episode all around. We got Squid Game, yeah, Tito, the whole he thing. He definitely look. If that, that guy would have been abusive in the past and like hit her in the past, he was fully capable of strangling her. Like, I don't think it takes long enough that like. 
And I don't think it's, even if it's like quote unquote, like an, a moment of passion, that doesn't necessarily mean it's an accident. Like a right. moment of passion could be like a five, like an step. accident would be like a, an accident, like truly accidental push, but a moment of passion would be like, you got so mad and he pushed her. Right. It's yeah. just an interesting choice on his end. Like, okay. Like he allegedly strangles her and then just decide, like, I'm just going to drive home. What other options did he have? I would just like if I if I were him and I was like trying to escape, I would just like not go home. I would just like leave. I would go to I would go to Mexico before anyone even I mean, I wouldn't be strangling anyone, but like I would probably <laughs> go. I would probably leave the country before anyone even like knew well, what was I going on. Was try- I think he was trying to like. Like uh, almost suggest another story like. Why would he like, oh, he's so innocent. Why would he run away? Like, but then you know what I mean, like, oh, he just went home. But then suggest another story. Don't like not speak to anyone at all ever. Well, then I think he took a page out of like the Lauren Spearer boys book where it's like, oh, if I just don't say anything, like everyone can think what they want. And, you know, well, I get and maybe if they never but found it's different because the they it didn't might find her. Like, yeah, right. But with Gabby Petito, like they found her and it's like, yeah, he was on the run before, but like there was still a tiny sliver of possibility that like she accidentally fell tiny sliver and that he got scared and ran. Now there's no sliver of possibility right. of that because like you don't strangle yourself in the wilderness. Like, yeah, it's clearly like, I mean, so, so clear because that- he probably like maybe he thought like, oh, maybe they'll like think it was. Maybe they'll think I'm innocent and like a random person strangled, found her and strangled. Like I just abandoned her, went home. But if that was the case, you would like talk to her parents. But that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't seem like like, well thought out. I don't think I don't think he was particular. I don't get a particularly smart vibe from him. Right. Watching that video, I don't get like I do not get criminal mastermind from him. I get like fucked up frat boy who like did not complete his education. (laughs) He did like. He did like a half. He tried to do like a half cover up, and that's so much worse than either no cover up or a full cover up. You can't do a half cover up. No, no, he was not. A, I think you know what. There's just like some people, and I think Erica Jane is one of them. Not to bring her up again, but it's like they they're so like convinced that they can like convince the world of the possibility of their very unlikely story. Like they're really confident in their ability to make the world believe their sliver of a possibility of what happened. So they like kind of, they don't like make the right decision by either like turning yourself in or too confident. Yeah. Like they're too confident that the world is going to just believe them. I listened to a true crime podcast called red handed and they, they almost have like a shirt and they have a saying it's called like loud, confident and wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Very much this sort of situation. Yeah, I feel like that's our theme lately. <laughs> this podcast. Yeah. Like, every we're podcast, time no, every people podcast DMing us we... all the inaccuracies of all the different things that we we said on this. No, podcast. I feel like we've been saying like loud, confident, and wrong in a lot of scenarios lately. That too. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. we've got a ton of great TV coming out in the next couple of weeks. We've got you coming out on uh this Friday, tomorrow. Uh, succession on Sunday and curb yes. on the 24th. I'm so excited. Um, these are some lighter shows. Well, most of them actually not really just curb. Um, 
Yeah. Which are you most excited for? I'm most excited for six. Mm. I read a review of the succession season. It didn't have spoilers, but um, I think I'm more excited. Uh, I don't know. Kerber, it wasn't I don't good? care about you. It said it was like the same. Okay. Like they didn't up the ante. So that lowered my expectations. Okay. I'm, I'm excited for that. Cause it's like a story I'll get invested in as opposed to like curb, which is like one off kind of like funny, but then I'll yeah. forget about it. Probably same, same. Like, I don't remember what happened in curb like last season, last yeah. season, other than like the spite store. I remember the, the Trump hat thing. That was hysterical. Yeah. He wants no one to talk to him. So yeah. Yes. Really funny. I feel like if he does COVID stuff, it'll be really funny. Oh, there's so gonna. much. There's so much you could do there, he has and to like do COVID some, stuff. Yeah. There's nothing else. That's probably like, why he came back. This is there's yeah. so much material around like the six feet and like the yeah the whole. I'm really excited Everything. to like yeah. see the, his take on like this past COVID year. Had such like a funny. You know, it would have been so funny like a COVID guide to etiquette, like a pamphlet, almost like a satirical right. pamphlet. Or like outing people who you see. Can you imagine? Like I can just imagine an episode where he like sees two people like not distancing or someone like sees him. Someone sees him not distancing. And then they want to hang out with him or like they want to hang out with him. And he's like, I saw you not distancing. You have to tell people that you, you know, like because I was I I saw someone three weeks ago that may have had COVID, but I'm not sure. Yeah, that's really funny. (laughs) And we just did the season. No one needs to watch. They could just. Yeah. We, speculating. We would, yeah. Right. I know. I feel like we could come up with some really good curb scenarios. Totally. If they want to hire us for that. Yes. Please hire us. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code Betches20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Betches20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code Betches20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Betch's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I 
must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Let's do our game of the week. Let's do our game of the week. Sean, we're ready for you. This week's game is inspired by the hit series Squid Game, and our version is called Kid Games, and it's all about popular (laughs) American children's games. Lead us through it, as always, Sean. Oh, man. Okay, great. First of all, I will tell you, Jordana, you've been vindicated on the uh, the Ted Lasso thing. I finished really? the season. It, it wasn't it, good? It wasn't that good. The second oh my God. season turned out not to be that good. I'm so excited that I've turned Ted Lasso's number one fan against I've just been planting seeds in your mind about how it's not that great. And then here you are, a convert. <laughs> I know that's, yeah. why, that's why, but I, there's always something coming and I, I'm, there are more shows right now than ever before that I'm excited. To right. Watch. Maybe, maybe you just liked it cause there was nothing. There was fucking nothing out. on this. Summer. Yeah. That's the truth. All right. So this game is called kid games. It is inspired by squid game, obviously. Uh, and the gist here is that it's going to be a before and after style game, like on uh, jeopardy. Okay. So each correct answer will include the name of a popular children's game, but the clue will be a two-parter. So here's an example. This is what you'd get if a 13th century explorer designed okay. a Ralph Lauren-style collared top. Got it. Anybody want to guess the answer? Marco Polo. That's right. It would be a Marco Polo shirt oh, would be the answer I'm there. So okay. confused. Okay. So, so yeah. Marco Polo is the children's <laughs> game, but there will be a part of the clue that connects to the game. Does that make sense? Okay. Here we go. Try to be the host of Jeopardy, the new host. That's what we do. Let's just do that. Fuck it. All right. But no, we need him to be our podcast. Yeah, I'll I'll make an appearance every Thursday on this show when I have a break. All right. So, uh, as always, okay, you guys are going to take turns receiving the clue in the event that you can't get it correct. Your co host gets a chance to steal. Sammy, you're going to go first. Here we go. So, I just want to warn you guys some of these clues are pretty wordy. I love games. All right. Here we go. Sammy. This is what you'd get if an outgoing president in their final term slowly turned into the female counterpart of a gander. Duck, duck, goose. Okay, continue. So remember, there's two parts to the answer. Lame duck, goose. We'll take Lame duck, duck, goose. Lame duck, Lame, duck, duck, goose duck, is the goose. correct answer. Okay. Sammy's, Sammy's on the board, one point Okay, I, I, okay. I'm still trying to understand like the game itself. Oh, so, so the, was the other one like Marco Polo, Ralph Lauren? It would be Marco Polo shirt was the first one. And oh, this okay. one would be lame okay. duck, duck, goose. Got it. Okay, All right. It. So Sammy gets yeah. the point. All right, Jordana. Thank you for giving me one catered to the things that I care about. Yeah, I knew you would know the lame duck thing. Okay, <laughs> Jordana, question number two. This one goes to you. This is what you'd get if you jumped on one leg through a series of boxes, then washed it all down 
with a whiskey and Coke. Hopscotch, um, hopscotch drink, Jack. Hop, hopscotch Jack. It is not what the answer we're looking for. Uh, Sammy, do you want to try and do you want to try and steal? Hopped up on scotch. That's pretty good. No, the act the the answer we were looking for was hopscotch and soda. Because scotch and soda, it's a drink. Oh, scotch and oh. soda. It's also Hence, a clothing okay. whiskey and coke. I still kind of think I get that one. I don't. Know. All right, we'll give her the point. <laughs> okay. Is scotch and coke a drink? Scotch and soda. Scotch and oh, soda. scotch and soda. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I'm giving her the we're point. We're like right. tequila soda girls. This is so. Sammy, your turn. Here we go. This is what okay. you get if you mixed the guitar-themed cafe and casino with a game we play to decide who goes first. Hard rock, paper, scissors. That is correct. It is hard rock, paper, scissors. That's absolutely correct. Sammy, two points. Yeah. Well played. Okay, question number four, Jordana. This is what you would be if you went from playing a game of secret telling and challenge making to being a thrill-seeking risk taker. Thrill-seeking risk taker. Sammy's ready to steal if you can't get it. Um, Telephone something. No. Okay. I don't that know. That is incorrect. Sammy, do you want to try and steal this one? Truth or Daredevil? That is correct. Truth or Daredevil, and Sammy steals the point. Sammy, you're up next. Okay. This is what you'd have if you hopped over a friend's back. Okay. Then you couldn't manage to get a word out. So this is what you'd have if you hopped over a friend's back, then couldn't manage to get a word out. Uh, Leapfrog in my throat. That's correct. Holy shit. Throat. Sammy now has Annoying. four points. She she jumps Jordana's, ahead to a Jordana's huge lead. Face is so confused and upset. All right, Jordana, next question goes to you. Skill. Okay. We have three, three left. Here we go. This is what you would do, Jordana, if you played a game of X's and O's. Okay. Then went to see how cold a swimming pool is without actually getting it. Tic tac, dip your toe. Brilliant. That's correct. Okay. I, was, I was going for tic-tac-toe in the water. Tic-tac, dip your toe in the water. Okay. Jordana gets the point. Next one. Again, Sam, this is your last clue. Here we go. This is what you would play if you went to a theater to see a Zac Efron Disney Channel classic, but there were one too few seats for everyone to share. High school musical chairs. That's correct. Sammy gets go. it. Five points to Sammy, Jordana. You are a lame duck in this game because you only have one clue. Now, you can't catch up, but let's see if you can get this one correct. All right, this clue involves two, two different kid, kids' games. Okay, so you're going to connect two kids' games. This is what you'd get if you went from trying to grab the other team's prized fabric to then throwing around the old pigskin but not trying to tackle the other team. Flag, flag football, flag touch football? Not exactly. Let me read it again. This is what you get if you went from trying to grab the other team's prized fabric to throwing around the old pigskin and not trying to tackle the other team. Capture the capture the flag, touch football. Got it. Nailed it. Capture the flag football flag is the football. correct answer. Okay, Jordana closes okay. it out. On a point, Sammy, you are the victor in today's kids' games. Thank you. It is a tough game. It is one of my favorite categories on Jeopardy, but it, it I usually do love is the hardest kids one. Games. I feel like I'd be good at Squid Game. Honestly, everyone, everyone mm. has been saying that to me, and I'm just like, you can't all be good at skinning. <laughs> Not the marble thing, because that's just like luck. I actually feel like I would be good at red light, green light. And then from there, it's just crapshoot. 
I want to play red light, green light now, but like high stakes. You know what I was thinking? Okay. Avi's birthday is on the 19th and um, I want to have a squid game themed birthday party for him. But the issue is we need a lot of space. Like you need, you don't have a roof anymore. You need a rope, you know, you don't have your roof anymore. No, no more roof. (laughs) No more roof. (laughs) Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, if you're interested, we could, we could arrange that. Maybe we could do it in central park. Yeah. I would love that. Let's do that. Okay. So we can get some marbles. We can get a rope. We can, I'll get the bridge red hoodie or it's like pink. It's like pinkish red. And then instead of dying, the loser just has to leave. (laughs) (laughs) You get to play the next game. That's great. No, they just have to sit on the sides. Okay. Maybe it would only be three games. Maybe it would only be um, red light, green light, tug of war. Although I don't know where we're getting a big rope and um, the marble game. Maybe I'll, I'll talk to him about that. I love that. That'd be great. Right. I think it'd be so fun because I actually think all our friends would really enjoy it. I would. We'll see who would actually win. And then, you know. Yeah. Okay. We need to find a rope, though. Let yes. me know if you know any ropes. You know, exactly. people are going um, to Home Depots and buying ropes. And when they check out, the person at the register is always like, oh, you putting together a squid game. It's really funny. Did you do that, it. Sean? No, I just saw articles today about how so many people are playing squid Are they out of home. rope? No, I'm sure there's still rope. There's an unlimited supply of rope in the world. I'm just saying you can't get out of there without the cashier asking you if you're playing squid I don't game. mind. Can we do different games? Can we do hopscotch? Uh, hopscotch and soda. I don't know. We have to get some. I think we need games that can be played on grass. Um, because I think we should do this in Central Park. Flag football. That's not part of the squid game. Okay, I'll think of some stuff. Anyway, you want to make us some honeycombs? I don't know where you would even get that, but we could do something similar. Like I think you could make them pretty easily, but. I don't know. All right. Anyway, that's it for this week's Ad Fetches podcast. Don't forget new episodes come out every Thursday. And be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll talk to you next week on the Ad Fetches podcast. Ad Fetches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Dana Samuel. Editing by Sean Kilby and Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow Ad Fetches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. 